Hello and welcome back again to Rolling Solo. I'm your host as always, Jason Burns, and holy moly, um, it's uh, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, I've <laughs> I've not uploaded anything. I think it's two weeks now, maybe even a little bit more. Um, so long story short, uh, I moved. I moved a couple of cities down. I used to be based in Everett, Washington. I moved down to Olympia. Um, we bought a new car. We've been getting settling, settle, settled in. It's It's been... It's been a lot. It's been a very busy time. Um, but in the background, I have continued playing... Uh, Iron Sworn. Um, it's been kind of this constant background thing that I've been doing. Um, and I think that's something that I've been learning about solo role playing games is that it can fill in as much time as you need it to. Um, it will always be there to work on. Um, I kind of laughed when I first thought of, or I read some people who were like, oh yeah, I, I play my Iron Sworn like, five minutes at a time. Um, I learned very quickly as a working, busy adult that sometimes that's all you've got. Sometimes you have enough time to play it, make a roll or two, write some notes down, and that's, that's all you really get to do. So on that note, um, I will be direct. I've actually written out most of the f this episode uh, today. Um, I just haven't written out the final kind of climactic area. Um, so we'll see where that gets us to. Um, so it might be a little bit of a smoother read for a little bit. Um, but I have just been trying to keep on top of things. Uh, sorry, it's not been regular. But as I said, when I first started this thing, it's I get to it when I'm able to get to it. I edit it when I'm able to edit it. And this is just kind of like my personal journal for it. Um, so if you're still listening or if this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride. So I think without further ado, I think I'm just going to go ahead and hop into the game. So to recap where we last left off. Cassidy O'Brien had traveled to the planet Boss to find a settlement there in where Isaac Shepard, a researcher studying the gravitational effects of the planet, was waiting for her to deliver just some cargo and supplies in exchange, of course, for information. She learned that Isaac Shepard had been missing for a couple of days. He had taken a few researchers out into a nearby quarry to do some extra research, and a storm had kind of wrecked all their communications, so they weren't able to get in contact, and they have basically been stranded at this quarry. Cassidy travels there and has a relatively easy time with it until she encounters these humanoid arachnid creatures that live here on the planet, um, and she is assailed by two of them. She is not able to fight them back, and she flees to a nearby cave in which one of the researchers kind of calls her in. It is there where we begin, 
Isaac Shepard has just recognized Cassidy O'Brien. All right, and then we're going to start off with our begin a session move. Um, there is a specific move for beginning a session. Uh, when you begin a significant session or chapter of play, do all of the following. Identify or just flagged content and set a flag. Um, I don't have any flagged content right now, um, so I don't need to set anything right now. Uh, no adjustments need to happen. Uh, we'll see if that changes anytime soon. Review or recap what happened last session. Well, I just did that. Um, and then I set the scene by envisioning my character's current situation and intent, which I've also done that. Uh, she is here in the center of the room with Isaac Shepard, a few researchers, and her current situation is to, well, she's trapped in here with them, and her intent is to get them the hell out of here. Um, in addition, you may spotlight a new danger, opportunity, or insight. This can include a scene hidden from your character's perspective. If you do, envision a brief vignette. You may roll or choose on the table below for inspiration. Then all players take plus one momentum as you return to play from the viewpoint of your character. All right, um, that sounds good to me. So let's give it a roll here. There's um, a few options. Ooh. All right, let's see. That is a, I always get these, I always get the two tin dices mixed up in my head for a second. <laughs> that is a six. So on this list they have, a flashback reveals an aspect of your background or nature. Okay. I think with this flashback, we see Cassidy O'Brien as she was 15 years ago. She is in her early 20s. Um, her expression is one of youthful charisma. She is wearing a thick white lab coat, and it is clear that this is a research class of some sort. She's holding a beaker over a flame as the liquid inside boils and rotates through every color of the rainbow. A tall, spindly man with ochre skin comes up to her. We recognize him as Isaac Shepard. You've had that there for a while, don't you think? I'd say I haven't had it long enough. I'm trying to see if it will stabilize at all. Without adding anything to the mix? I'm sure you're aware that's just insanity. And Cassidy shrugs him off and continues boiling the liquid. A quick cut occurs, and we see people in the classroom packaging things away. Isaac collects his bag and hands over to Cassidy. And so... What happened with your, um, lesson? 
Cassidy straightens her stuff up and packs it away, only to pull out a small test tube that's been sealed. Inside it is a neon purple liquid, almost gelatinous in nature. She places it in his hand and walks away without a word. When he rolls the tube around in his hands, the backside reveals, Told you so, written in black marker. Then we cut back to the current time. I think it's a little cheesy, but I don't know. It's fun. It's cute. It means they've definitely had some interesting relationship in the past. I think as we are back into the space of the present time, um, I think we pick up right where we left off. Um, Isaac looks over to Cassidy. Cassidy O'Brien. Imagine seeing you out here. Feels like not too long ago we were graduating together. And she grimaces out a smile through the pain. Um, she's hurt a bit from these things up there, and the adrenaline is kind of starting to wear off from the situation. It's nice to see you too, Isaac. I think in the peace of this moment, I think we're going to try the Harton move. Um, so Harton reads... When you socialize, share intimacy, or find a moment of peace, roll plus heart. On a strong hit, you find companionship and comfort, and your spirit is strengthened. If you are shaken, clear the impact and take plus one spirit. Otherwise, take plus two spirit. If you make this move as a sojourn, take one plus more. On a weak hit, as above, but this indulgence is fleeting. Envision an interruption, complication, or inner conflict, and then lose momentum. Minus one. On a miss, you take no comfort, and the situation worsens. Pay the price. Eep. We know we are way used to paying the price right now. Um, okay, so we're just going to go ahead. I think this is a moment of peace that we're finding. We're trying to enjoy each other's company for a second in the midst of this chaos. So we're going to try to harden. Oh, I need to roll all three dice this time. There we go. All right. Oh, I should say that this is with plus heart. So that is a... Ooh, okay, that's a six. Got a six on the action die. Plus two is eight. But <laughs> it's versus a one and a ten. Um... So no go on that strong hit. It is just a weak hit. Uh, so we'll move our spirit up two, which puts us back to five. And then we're going to go down momentum, puts us back down to negative two. Um, I think they share a moment of peace here for a second after saying these things. Uh, Cassidy is kind of nursing her wound as she is having this moment. Uh, but then all of a sudden, the banging begins at the, the door again. And you can hear the things trying to find and muscle their way in. Uh, Isaac looks at the door and looks back to her. Sorry, this meeting couldn't be in a better circumstance. But um, as you can see, we're in a bit of predicament here. That's putting it lightly. Those things nearly tore me to shreds. 
Yeah, uh, a few days ago, we came out here to scavenge some parts for the communications relay. One of the storms really did a number on it. You know, that's, I think since we mentioned the storms, let's roll on the storm clock real quick. It's likely, so 75 or under moves it. And that is a 80. It does not progress. Um, Isaac continues. Well, it turns out that the storm riled up a nest of those things, and we've been stuck down here since. Luckily, we have plenty of supplies, but I don't think we would have lasted much longer. Okay, well, from the sound of that door, I don't think we can just wait here much longer if they're going to stay pissed off. I agree. And Cassidy kind of sits down for a second, straightens herself out a little better. Um, and I think looking around, she's going to see if she can um, resupply some of her rations. Um, she tells everybody about her experience with them, that if they're going to go out there, they need to make sure they're bringing everything they can. Um, they are just hungry um, for the most part. So if you have enough rations to spare, it's going to make this so much easier. Um, so I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to roll resupply as, uh, she kind of tries to get everyone to gather things and find some stuff for herself as well. Cause she's, she's kind of tossed everything around. Um, so when you attempt to bolster your readiness, envision the opportunity and your approach. If you barter, make an appeal, roll heart, threaten or seize, roll iron, steal or swindle, shadow, scavenger, craft, plus wits. Hmm. You know? I think this might be barter or make an appeal. Yeah, she's trying to appeal to them to try to share more of their rations. I think that's the opportunity here. Um, on a strong hit, you choose one. If you are unprepared, clear the impact and take plus one supply. Otherwise, take plus two supply. If you are in need of a specific item or resource that can reasonably be attained, you acquire it to take plus one momentum. On a weak hit as above, but you must first deal with a cost, complication, or demand, envision the nature of this obstacle, and on a miss, you encounter an unexpected peril. All right. I am going to go ahead and roll this here. Whew. All right. Uh, let's see. That is four on the action die plus two hearts. So that's six total versus a three and four challenge die. Strong hit. Um, so, yeah, I think Cassidy assesses that while they were indeed getting low on rations, I think she realizes there's plenty to make it uh, get back to the base. And I think the researchers are well aware of this too. Um, she again kind of explains her thought of like, hey, I, I've lost my rations, giving it to the things out there. I highly recommend everyone kind of keeps extra on them as well for this. We might as well take everything that's here in the quarry because this is kind of you know, it's, I don't want to call it a last ditch effort, but the goal is to get back to base. And once you can get back to base, you can get the new supplies that Cassidy brought back. Okay. Um, so she gets plus two supply and she's back up to three now. 
She tightens the load closely to her and asks Isaac if there are any alternative tunnels here that could help. And I, I think it's fair to say that, yes, I, I think there are like maintenance tunnels and other things to kind of move through this quarry unappended. Um, so Isaac, Isaac says, yeah, there were a few that wrap around the bottom of the quarry here. Um, but to get up any higher, we're going to have to go out at some point. Cassidy nods um, and she kind of gets everything kind of put together and says to Isaac that she's going to go exploring on her own. Um, we jump to Cassidy scouting ahead. She's walking down a long metal corridor. It's barely lit save for the few emergency lights that are dimly flickering in the darkness. I think as Cassie is exploring, she's trying to gather information. She's trying to find an opportunity here. Um, so we are going to go ahead and roll a gather information move. So with gather information, when you search for clues, conduct an investigation, analyze evidence, or do research, I think she is investigating, or at least... Mm, you know, here's the question. Is that gather information? That might actually be secure an advantage. When you assess a situation, make preparations, or attempt to gain leverage. Hmm. So looking at the two moves, they give you about the same benefit. And if I were to do secure an advantage, I'd also be still rolling with plus wits because it's with expertise, focus, or observation. So no matter what, they're both plus two wits moves. And both of them, I would most likely take plus two momentum if I succeed. So I'm going to go ahead and just call it gather information, um, just for simplicity's sake. And then I'll try to define that more clearly for next time I play. So I don't, you know, I don't hold myself back too much here. That is, sorry, one second here. Rolled a five plus a three. That's eight versus a three and a two. Easy peasy, strong hit. Uh, so I get plus two momentum. That goes, takes me back down, or up back to zero, I guess. Um, I think as Cassidy runs her hand along the cold metal of the corridor, she finds her way to a less maintained section of the tunnels. The metal furnishings seem to be damaged some time ago from the winds of the storms blasting in. But in the center of the room is a track that leads out towards the quarry. The door to it is sealed shut. On the tracks, an old mining dolly is just sitting there, waiting for user input. As Cassidy inspects the broken down dolly, Isaac appears from the tunnels with the other researchers. We thought about that too, just dollying right on out of here. It's a damn shame the system got fried when the storms hit. Yeah, I can see the winds really did a number in here, but are you sure the dolly's down for the count? I mean, what do you mean? Did you look at the state of this place? 
Uh, Cassidy goes over to the main panel of the system and opens it up to begin tinkering with it. I think in this case, it's definitely secure an advantage, and she's do- using her expertise, so that's plus wits. Um, yeah, let's see what we get. All right, that is a three plus three is six versus a three and an eight. Okay, um, so it's a weak hit, so we take one of the two options. We will take plus two momentum, I think. Just we've been so low on momentum, I want to build that back up. So we're going to be at a total of two momentum. And I think what this advantage looks like uh, is Cassidy roots around in the terminal and starts to reconnect some wires. Um, After a few adjustments inside, we hear the hydraulic system hiss loudly as the dolly becomes active. And I think... She just kind of beams over at Isaac. Um, I think with that kind of same energy as that, like, I told you so, uh, from back in the flashback. The storm might have disconnected your systems from the main hub, but there's still enough power here to get it running. You just need to reroute a bit of that power to the terminal here, and then tell it to stop looking for the hub. Now, I I can't guarantee it's going to be the safest ride because disconnecting from the hub disconnects it from the safety protocol. And I think one of the other researchers chimes in after that. So basically it's a hydraulic powered bullet cart at this point. I didn't say it was an elegant solution. I think Isaac ponders over this for a moment. He looks troubled. Um, it, it doesn't sound like he, li- it doesn't look like he likes the idea. So what now? We all pile on and hope it stays on course. I don't know if piling a bunch of people on an unstable hunk of metal is what I call a smart decision. Cassidy comes up behind him and rests her hand on his shoulder for a moment. Isaac, you know I wouldn't do something if I wasn't completely sure. I've spent a lot of time out on the field since you last saw me, and I know how to work through these things when it goes south. I think she's trying to compel him here. Um, I think she is going to have to compel him. He's not really sold on the idea. So we're going to compel. Um, This is our first compel, so I'll read that here for you. When you try to persuade someone to, or make them an offer, envision, envision your approach. If you charm, pacify, or encourage, or barter, roll plus heart, threaten, or incite, roll plus iron, liar, swindle, roll plus shadow. Um, I think she's trying to encourage. Um, on a strong hit, they'll do what you want to or agree to your conditions, take plus one. On a weak hit, as above, but their agreement comes with a demand or complication. Envision their counter offer. On a miss, they refuse or make a demand that costs you greatly. Pay the price. Okay. Um, all right, so we're going to roll that plus heart. So that's going to be a plus two. All right, that is a three plus two is five versus a two and a seven. All right. Uh, so that's a weak hit. Um, so we'll get that plus one to momentum. We're back up to three. Um, what is Isaac's counter offer? 
I think Isaac is silent for a moment. Okay, but if we're doing this, I think it should only be me and you. Uh, some of the researchers, I think, kind of look at each other at this. It sounds like there's still a risk, and I can't have anyone hurt because of a spur-of-the-moment decision. We'll get out, repair the connection to the hub, and then we can have the rest of the team dolly out when it's not nearly as dangerous. If that's what you think is right, Isaac, I, I don't think I can convince you otherwise. Um, I think we watch as Isaac grabs a shotgun and some supplies from the other researchers. Do you even know how to use that thing? He checks the chamber and cocks it and just handles it like a professional, honestly. You're not the only one who's been learning out in the field, Cass. Cassidy looks a bit frustrated when he says Cass, uh, but she shrugs it off. I think right now, I think we're going to develop a relationship. Um, I think. So for develop a relationship, uh, we have a progress track here for our relationship with Isaac. And specifically, there is a move that says, if I can find it, develop your relationship. When you reinforce your relationship with connection by doing any of the following. Swearing a vow to undertake a perilous quest in their service, completing a quest to their benefit, leveraging their help in desperate circumstances, giving them something of worth, sharing a profound moment, standing with them against hardship, overcoming a test of your relationship. You may mark progress per the rank of the connection. I think this is leveraging their help in desperate circumstances, as well as, I mean, it's a couple of different things. We're sharing this moment. We are about to stand up with them in hardship. Um... This is just Cass and <laughs> Cassidy and Isaac uh, against the world right now. So I think I'm going to go ahead and go to their progress track. And Isaac gets two marks because he is a dangerous progress. All right. Um, I think this we're also going to take the time to move our... Um, Boss Storm's marker, let's roll for it, is likely. That is a 34, so the clock moves onward. It is now at 3. Cassidy and Isaac are sitting in the dolly, waiting to be propelled out into the quarry. They give each other a knowing look and a thumbs up to the crew. After some chatter, we hear the sound of klaxons as the large metal door begins to slide open. We see a scene that we cut to from outside in the quarry. A few of the large arachnids rise up to look towards the large metal door as the sounds kind of reverberate through the boss landscape. We see a few of them begin to scuttle in that direction. The wind kind of whipping as it does. Uh, back inside, we see the bunk, uh, back inside the bunker, Isaac is shouting out to the other researchers. Okay. You'll have to close the door as soon as we leave. And if we're not back by nightfall, call the dolly back tomorrow morning and just try to get it back as quickly as possible. You're just going to have to run for it, I think. This is sort of our only hope, really. And then researchers look, you know, a little awkward about it. Um, but I think Cassidy kind of interrupts him. Um, 
Isaac, I, I don't think we have much more time. I think we have to do this now. And I think we see a bunch of the, the arachnids just kind of scuttling from the distance. Oh, I hate the thought of it. Um, kind of all on all eight legs, uh, laying down and rushing at them. So I think without further ado, I think, uh, Isaac tells them to hit it. And we watch one of the researchers slap a big red button. And we watch as this dolly, which is, think a minecart, but like longer and not as deep with kind of two handles on each side, uh, just sort of fires off and they're riding it. So I think the challenge here, so we're going to define the challenge of what's about to happen. I think the doors are going to shut in time as they kind of, we watch as some of the, the bugs try to scatter in, but they shoot them away with shotguns real quick so they don't uh, get inside and the doors start shutting. I think the first challenge is that they have to make it to their location off the dolly in one piece. Um, so they're going to be facing danger no matter what. When you attempt something risky or react to an imminent threat, envision your action and roll. Is it with speed, mobility, and agility? Or is it with expertise, focus, or observation? Mm -hmm. I think this first part, it just has to be with speed, mobility, or agility. Um, this thing is going really fast and as focused as um, Cassidy could be. I just think things are going to be moving too fast for her to really focus in on anything. Um, so before I talk about what happens, let's roll face danger to for me. Oh gosh, if I don't drop my dice to see how this plays out. All right, I rolled a two plus one, so that's a three versus a two and a six, okay. On a strong hit, you are successful. Take plus one momentum on a weak hit. You succeed, but not without a cost. Make a suffer move. I only need a minus one suffer move. Um, I think as the cart shoots out, we see just a huge swarm, probably a dozen of these arachnids kind of closing in on their position. Um, they are in just hot, hot pursuit. I think Cassidy is able to keep gunning down a couple of them, but then we watch as one kind of springs forward and latches itself to the cart, Dolly for a second. Um, she tries to like kick it off, but it won't go. Um, so what she does is she takes one of those extra rations and she tosses his, tosses it out right away to try to, um, to get some of them distracted and off the cart, which I think we probably see like four of them kind of peel off and just start <laughs> trying to like tear into the sack. Uh, so that will take our supply back down to two. The dolly reaches its point at the top of the quarry where Isaac says, okay, we have to get off now if we're going to repair it. Um, so she has to jump off. Um, I think we'll just use... Um, I don't know if I want to make this as an additional roll. So I think, I think she's fine enough to just hop off the cart. She rolls, tumbles a little bit, uh, but quickly kind of gets up and dusts herself off. The cart kind of comes to a stop not too far from where they are, um, having just used all of its momentum to get up this hill. Um, Isaac calls out to Cassidy. All right, 
what we need to repair is just over the bend that way. We just need to get over the, a couple of hills and we'll be there. But we got to move quick. And I think, I think sure enough for now, I think we watch as Isaac and Cassidy just kind of book it out into the boss desert, um, kind of circling around this quarry. Um, we see those carts that originally that, uh, Cassidy was first ambushed at and they run past those and she sees that there is this kind of large uh survey box of sorts I I don't know what to call it. It, it it's like a it's just kind of like a shed that has a bunch of power utilities on it and sure enough you can see that the storm has kind of had its way with it um I think Isaac calls over to Cassidy all right, Cass, you need to fix the satellite up there and reconnect some of the wiring that there that's there in the back. I'm going to try to keep an eye out and make sure that none of them catch up with us just in time, okay? Um, and I think that this is going to be... still think this is face danger. Um, I think this one, though, is going to play off of her expertise. Uh, she's going to be able to get this done faster since she's familiar with repairing um, stuff on other planets, especially stuff like this. Um, so let's face danger with expertise. So plus wits. That's a three plus a three is a six versus a, a six and a seven. Okay, um, we need to pay the price. Um, I'm going to refer to the oracle here because as the creatures approach from the distance, there are a couple of things that could happen. And I just, I'm curious if the oracle kind of lines up with what I'm thinking. Okay, 66. Your vehicle suffers damage. That's not quite what I was thinking. Oh, but you know what? Actually, I think we see there um, the horde of um, arachnids kind of far in the distance. They finally have caught up to the, um, the cart that we use to get up here. And I think they just absolutely tear it to shreds for a second. They smell like maybe they find some food that was left in it or they just smell them on it. But they just completely demolish this thing. Their claws kind of rip through the metal with ease. And I think it's kind of a frightening thing to watch. Um, so they're not going to have a fast way of escape anymore. Um, Isaac looks up to Cassidy. Uh, Cassidy, you need to hurry up. We we don't have a lot of time. Um, and I think Cassidy is like, I, I know, I know. And she just starts fiddling with the wiring faster and faster and faster. I think eventually after almost like looking like you're kind of like, um, jump starting a car, you know, like the sparking of the wires, like tapping them together. I think it eventually, and I think that, um, she finally gets electricity running through it and she kind of kicks the little like dish that's on top of it back into position. 
And sure enough, she gets power back to the system. Um, all right, Isaac, uh, what do we do now? We're a, a little bit of a loss, don't you think? We can't just cart our way back. I think Isaac recognizes they're in a bit of trouble. Um, and he looks back down to the quarry. <sighs> all right, Cass, here's what we have to do. I have a way to deal with some of them, but we have to get them together, all right? We can't let them spread out. So we're going to run down into the quarry, and we're going to have to find a place to, that's dug out. Do you understand? I think what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to lure these arachnids into kind of like a hole of sorts. And then I think Isaac is going to use a grenade on them, kind of splatter them a bit. Um, so the goal is to run down onto the quarry so they can have enough speed to stay ahead and then to kind of divert their path away so that they can get them stuck in a hole of sorts. So I think Cassidy just shakes her head. Okay, well, let's do this. And they're going to face danger with the speed. Oh, it might help. I roll the action die. So that is a two with a roll of... Oh, is that... Okay, no, that is a one. Okay, oh god. Or wait, or is that is That's a one. Okay. Again, percentile dice. My brain just never remembers which is which. So that is a one, thank goodness. Um, so two beats one, but does not beat six. So that's a weak hit. Um, so we'll have to make a suffer move, um, which again, I think it's just going to be these supplies maybe. Um, it just makes the most sense that she's constantly using rations as bait here. Um, so I think Isaac and um, Cassidy just sort of start booking it down into the quarry yeah we watch as kind of like dust flies they kind of like scooch down the hill sometimes they have to like let themselves slide a bit um until eventually they see the, we see this kind of herd of arachnids just sort of closely following them behind um we watch as kind of tunnels fly by and wooden things and just all this debris is just kind of being jumped over and jumped around and moved past and all that jazz until eventually Isaac points out there, that's our spot and diverts like just kind of with a big skid on the ground, kind of reverts his energy and runs a different way. Sure enough, Cassidy stays up with them um, and tries to jump up this little platform that Isaac is waiting for her at. Um, he has a handout and kind of hoists her up. Um, Cassidy sees that there's a lot of them, and they're coming in close. So she reaches down to her pack and grabs one more thing of rations to throw down at them. Um, Isaac pulls the pin of the grenade and chucks it down at the group with the rations. Actually, no, I think that's what happens. I think that the supply loss is Cassidy gives Isaac the rations to toss with the grenade, um, and then it goes down into the center. Uh, they all kind of swarm it for a second, and then kind of bug guts kind of just splatter everywhere. It is just this kind of unsightly sight. Um, 
and for a moment is quiet. Oh, that that wasn't as um that wasn't as smooth as I would have hoped it would have been. No, I uh I don't think it was. And I think that they kind of sit there for a moment and they just kind of laugh at just how ridiculous that was. And I think they're we're going to mark some progress on their relationship again. There we go. I think we don't we don't linger on this scene for too long. I think we see them go back down into the um go back into the uh the dugout, the the cave they were all hiding in. I think we see them kind of exchange discussion with like, hey, we've gotten rid of a few of them. Uh, or we should have we sh- should have enough clearance to just make it back to the base. But we have to be quick. We threw away some of our rations. We don't have the cart. We can use the cars that are back up there. So they all gather. They take the cars back to the base. Um, and I think that's where we kind of reconvene. We, uh, uh, for, I'm realizing that I haven't marked any progress on the vowel. Um, I think we are coming to a close and I think that we have succeeded on, we've missed two opportunities to mark our vowel. One of which was setting up the plan like after meeting him, setting up the plan to go out and do the thing to like repair the power and then do that. Then the second mark of progress was actually completing that part. Um, the last part that we're going to mark for our vow is bringing Isaac back to the base, um, all in one piece, um, making sure that all of the researchers are taken care of. It's kind of almost like that scene from the movies you see where it's like, the, the ambulance has arrived so some people are wearing like a little shawls drinking a hot chocolate you know what i mean um so everyone's just kind of recuperating from the very harsh time that they've had away from base um and i think as we get information or we start talking to isaac i think we're going to do the last part of our vow um we've put him back to the base um and how this scene is going to go depends on the role that I'm about to make. So we've fulfilled our vow. So we are going to roll the challenge dice and compare to our progress. On a strong hit, your vow is fulfilled. Mark a reward on your quests. Legacy track per the vow's rank. Um, blah, 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 blah. On a weak hit, as above, but there is more to be done, or you realize the truth of your quest. If you swear an iron vow to set things right, take your full legacy reward, otherwise make the reward one rank lower. On a miss, your vow is undone through an unexpected complication or realization. Envision what happens and choose one. Okay. Um... So I just roll the challenge dice compared to our progress. Which what our progress is. Oh, wait a minute. 
I see, since we marked progress on there, we're at like a 10. So let's see, 52. All right. Or well, I'm sorry, not 52, a five and a two. What am I doing? Uh, so that's a strong hit. Um, so our vow is fulfilled. We will mark a reward on our quest's legacy track. It was a dangerous one, so we will do two ticks. Where is our legacy track? One, two. Um, I believe that Isaac and Cassidy are in one of the main areas. So, Isaac, I didn't come here just for chatting. Um, you know, some of the higher-ups know that you've been doing some research out here, and they really want to know how it's been going. Um, the Ascensions are just sort of hoping that you've at least made some headway with the progress here. Something about gravity and terraforming. They didn't tell me everything. I just, I just need to bring that information to them, honestly. Isaac sort of laughs. Aren't you interested in the slightest? Well, you know I am. It's just... They seem very uncomfortable with other people having the information, so they told me not to pry too much. Just that I should retrieve the information from you and bring it back to them. Isaac chuckles. Yeah, and I guess you're never one to really uh, break out of the mold, right? Never one to rebel a little bit. She sort of laughs at this thought. I've been researching the gravity wells here on Boss, and what I've come to find is that it's actually the stone of this planet that holds some form of almost magnetic property. Um, these gravity, this planet is theoretically five times more dense than it should be. And that's saying something, as, you know, a Jovian world. Here, he pulls out a box that has um, a glass case at the top. And inside of it, you see a bunch of rocks and just... In the middle of it is a huge slab, just all one big piece. These are some samples I've taken from the planet, along with some of my research notes in the little black box underneath. And he taps, and you can see that there are some like little ports that you would be able to plug it into something to get information from. I know you're not going to snoop around too much. And he gives her a little wink. But I think that this is what they're looking for. And I think Cass gives him a big smile and it's just, uh, thank you, Isaac. Are you going to be back on planet anytime soon? Back home? 
well, there's still a bit of research to do here, but I'm sure I'm around about as often as you are, so next time I'm in town, I'll, I'll reach out. And Cassidy gives a smile. Of course. I'll be happy to see you then, Isaac. I'll be happy to see you then too, Cass. And I think now, um, as we split this separation, um, I think we watch as Cassidy returns to her ship, um, waves kind of farewell from the back. Um, and yeah, I think she's just kind of sad to leave the planet. Uh, she sits down in the pilot's chair and gets all of her stuff in place, turns on her panels. She takes Sparky out from the side of her and opens him up and lets him fly over to his little kind of in-ship container that he has. Uh, he acts as kind of, I, I think he acts as kind of like a, just a space surveyor as well. I think that's a really neat idea. Um, and I think as she puts this big black box in the chair beside her and kind of secures it, I think we are going to create a new vow. Um, she again pulls out the compass from beside her, pulls the compass out into her hand uh, and watch as the dial kind of spins wildly. And it's time to swear an iron vowel. So first we're going to write the vowel. I vow to bring this boss sample back to the ascension heads. We'll give them a name later. Just whoever's in charge of this whole kind of operation. Um, it is probably going to be, I'm going to say formidable. Um, she has to go through a couple of systems to get back home. And the storms are, they just cut off paths all the time. So I think it's going to be difficult to head in that direction. And plus, she might get a little sidetracked along the way. All right, so we're going to roll plus heart. Oh, wait. Did we swear this vow to a connection? Hmm. Technically not. Um, this is just kind of a continuation, so this will say no. Um... I did swear an iron vow to recover valuable knowledge or an extraordinary relic. So I can reroll. So because I, one of my assets is lore hunter, I could reroll any dice. Um, so we'll give it a roll. Um, I rolled a two versus a nine and a seven. Ooh. Um, I could reroll the seven or I could reroll the action dice. <sighs> Reroll the action dice. Oh my god, I got a six. Hell yeah. Six, seven, eight. 
So it's an eight. It is a weak hit. So on a weak hit, you are determined to begin your quest with more questions and answers. Take plus one momentum and envision what you do to find a path forward. I think as Cassidy begins to head out towards home, um, I think the flight starts normally in Boss's atmosphere. But as soon as she sort of breaks atmosphere and starts going out into the depths of space, she notices all of her um, all of her navigation gear is just going wild. And she takes a look at everything and she doesn't understand what's happening. And then I think as she looks ahead, she sees there is this huge crackling storm that is passing through. And I think she has to deal with the bale fires. And then we're going to take plus one momentum. And that is the end of our session. All right. Um, so as notes for the end of the session, we ended with four momentum, three health, five spirit, and one supply. We are going to do the end of the session move. When you end a significant session or chapter of play, reflect on the events of the game and identify any missed opportunities to mark progress. Um, it, it was interesting. I feel like the climax got kind of rushed through, but I also feel like that's kind of how this game plays out. It, it feels like a Star Trek episode where things just progress very quickly. And I mean, it, I mean, that's how it plays. It plays like a TV series, essentially. So you might have a two-parter episode, but like it's going to go by pretty quickly overall. Um, so maybe trying to slow down, um, maybe write it out even more um, would be helpful. Um, we'll see. Uh, again, writing whenever I have time seems to be the best way to play this game. So I definitely will look into that. Um, it's fun though. Uh, unexpected things are still happening and I am constantly trying to find new solutions to problems that I didn't think I would have. So that, that's really fun. Um, the last part of the end of session move, if there is a quest connection or another situation you would like to give focus to in your next session, make note of it and take plus one momentum. Um, yeah, I just, I'm excited to explore space travel. That's really what it is. So I'm going to note my momentum to five. Um, and I just want to explore space a bit in this one. And hopefully we get kind of turned around and the chaos of things, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry. It took a really long time for this one to come out. Um, you can hear I'm kind of losing my voice after all this. It's been a while since I've talked this long uninterrupted, um, but it's been super fun. I'm definitely excited to continue playing this. Um, hopefully episodes become a little more regular now, um, now that I'm not, you know, moving. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you again for listening and you all have a wonderful day.